Welcome to the Fantasy Comic League podcast, your source for statistical-based reviews of your favorite characters from comics, movies, and television. Visit FantasyComicLeague.com for more ways to support the league and follow us on your favorite social media platform. See this? It's beautiful. What is that? It's my big life event. I moved to the Philippines. You moved to the Philippines? Yep, so I can play Marble Snap. For you. That's a pretty fun game. I got tired of waiting for it, so I said, screw that, I'm just gonna make a new Apple account and set my location as Philippines so I can download the game. And then I played it for the past two days. It's pretty great. Now they have to turn four. It's a snap game, so you know, calm your calm yourself, but so what's up with you huh i mean nothing good getting over cold that made me shifts that i can't afford to miss and the worst part is like i feel fine today i could have gone to work today but they won't let me oh that's probably negative tomorrow to go back to work yeah and you're probably not getting paid for that though right they don't give you sick leave i assume they do not so besides all the sickiness and suckiness you have no good good life events for us here buddy what's good nope. in your life so negotiating my contract and it's really shit so no good life events right now <laughs> i'm sorry we um we've had a busy past i guess three or four weeks i guess we had my um parents 50th anniversary celebration where like a whole family got together at like a mountain house, which was pretty cool for a weekend. And then we had Lincoln's birthday the following weekend after that. So it's been like crazy, crazy go, go, but for fun events, I guess at least. What Lincoln three now? Yeah, he turned three and he is very much in that like assertive, like no phase. Like everything is like, no, I don't want to do that. And no, that's my yeah. have fun with that. It's always it's, a fun thing. Yeah, it's a real pain in the butt. That's been my life, man. Busy, busy. His birthday party was fun. Super, uh, like Super Smash Brothers themed. Pretty cool. Okay. Did you play Smash Bros? Yeah, like my brother and I played like one game at the end of the night. I was busy the whole time at the party, pretty much. Like making food and getting stuff. You know, making sure everybody was taken care of. And I made the mistake of trying to cook some chicken nuggets in our oven and we hadn't cleaned our oven in a while so there was like all this like grease at the bottom of it so like smoke filled like the whole kitchen and the smoke alarm went off like twice in the middle of the party and i'm just like oh i'm a jerk feel real bad the kids were outside for the most part so nobody really really had to know about it uh so what are we gonna do we're gonna talk about other events in comics here, right? The big events that kicked off over the past month. I've actually got a good idea for this title. What is it? Okay, what is your event called? Axe. Yeah. And you know what mine is called? Dark Crisis. Yes. So, Axis. 
Oh, okay. Right. How long has Dark Crisis been going on for a while though now, right? Hasn't it? No, we're pretty much at the roughly the same point. I did like a bunch of like his stat stuff for this. That looks like a pain. I'm on issue three of seven, and we're on issue two of six for Judgment Day. So, yeah, when I entered the data in for the the scoring characters for that that issue, I was like, "This sucks!" Like, how many characters were in that? Eighty-two. The first issue at one hundred and five. I'm by the end. I'm probably gonna have one hundred and twenty-five. It's crazy too, right? Because I feel like DC, like you don't have nearly as many characters getting scored as Marvel does. Let me see how many DC characters are being scored right now on the hero set. Yeah. On the hero set, I have 260 something. And on the villain side, I have 230 something. So like 400 and something we're saying. No, I'm saying like almost 500. Okay. Just on 500. Yeah, 208 for heroes and 162 for antagonists, as as far as characters who have scored so far this year. So you've had oh, okay. 368 scoring characters so far this year on the DC side, and you're saying that a third of them showed up in that book pretty much? <laughs> yeah. That's ridiculous. Like how did how did they even fit three hundred like hundred characters in a a book like that? Is it all just like cameos? Yeah, a lot of cameos. Yeah. Although I'm thinking as I get into the finale, because like okay, so right now, I'll get into my thing after. How many characters have scored on the Marvel side? Oh, we have a lot more on the Marvel side. How many characters have scored this year? Because I'm like sixty-seven or so. Well, there's probably at least three hundred heroes alone. Well, we shall see. Do the do the thing. I'm doing it. Pull the lever, Doc. Mm-hmm. Uh, heroes who have gotten a point, at least one point so far this year for heroes, are three hundred and fifty-two. Okay, how many antagonists? And that's disgusting. I mean, characters. 178 antagonists. So you have like 500 plus. 520 characters have scored in the Marvel side this year, have gotten at least one you know what's appearance. Funny? Like 526 is, I think, what Batman is sitting at right now. <laughs> Probably. Single handedly outscored every character if they only got one point. Yeah, he's got 574. That's ridiculous. So I guess DC's issue is they just focus on a smaller number of people and Marvel just spreads it out over a wider number of characters. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, which would you rather have? Would you rather have a core group of characters constantly getting the focus or like a wider variety? I don't know. Because then, like then you can tell better stories. Right. Instead of to get everybody, but then... Do you think that's true? Do you think DC is telling better stories? I do not think DC is telling better stories. I did like my top 10 titles of the year. I think DC enters it at like six. Hmm. So what is Dark Crisis CCs about? Whoa, 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 whoa. If we're doing this, I want to lead. Okay. Right. That's why I just asked you, what is Dark Crisis CCs about? Okay. Well, 
I don't even want to talk about the events. And what's at the, okay. Is that so, the point of the episode, talking about the events? Yeah, but I want to talk about other things, not just like, what is the synopsis of the event? Uh, so I'll do this part first. So you go first. What was the buildup for your event for Axe? Garbage Eternals. That's all it is. That's Same all thing. it is. Same thing I've been bitching about for the past few months, that useless Eternals comic. Okay, so this is what Dark Crisis is. It is the sequel to Infinite Frontier, Justice League Incarnate, Deathstroke Incorporated, and The Death of the Justice League, all of which were penned by one Noah Williamson. All right. This, this has been building for like 18 months, maybe longer. I, I mean, I like that. That that sounds like it's a good potential. That's like a Hickman-type situation. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And then I was, I was looking at both of these events, right? Because I was like, it seems like there's a lot of just one person writing it, right? Mm-hmm. So I looked at the numbers. Uh, first off, I, I went back to Infinity because I was like, I think that's the most I've ever seen one writer write of an event because Jonathan Hickman did 27 titles out of 60, which is like 45% of that the entire title, like that entire event, crossovers and tie-ins included. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Joshua Williamson is only doing 33%. He's only writing nine of the 27 issues slash tie-ins. Look at you with your math. How much do you think Kieran Gillen is writing of his event? I want to say he's writing the main series and that's it. So Kieran Gillen has actually beat Jonathan Hickman. He is writing 51% of the event at 19 titles out of 37. Oh, interesting. Are you counting the buildup? No, that that is including the buildup. Okay, so the Eternal Comics. Counting the prelude issue. Without even factoring in Eternals, Kieran Gillen has written 51% of this event. Like, they just basically just gave him a fucking event. Good. Hopefully that means it's going to turn out well. I like the first two issues so far. The uh, the prelude issue was garbage, but issue one and two were pretty sweet. And I liked um, I liked how in issue two, I guess it was issue two the one where they introduced the like six civilians, where they're like, oh, these civilians are going to yeah, these are big people yeah, yeah, and that I was like, oh, that means that these are probably the six that are gonna die at some point. Or something like that for the Eternals. I think the one who has already died, he is likely going to be like what exposes the Eternals. Right. I will say the Eternals suck and I don't like them, but I do like the way they've positioned this to show like this is kind of like a dark mirror of like the mutants resurrection. And this is how the Eternals resurrect like. So I would assume a lot of people will turn on the Eternals at some point when they find out like, oh, you mean you're killing us in order to bring you guys, you know, coming back and nobody needs to die for the mutants to come back. Like, once again, the, the mutants are right. What I think is really interesting, because I'm going to tie this into Dark Crisis and stuff. So far in Dark Crisis, nobody's died. Nobody major has died in Dark Crisis. Uh, Dick Grayson came close. Beast Boy came close. Like the big thing that's happened so far in my event is like this giant attack on the Titans Tower. But nobody died because Dick Grayson kind of kept everybody alive and then almost died for it. Are they- so I think it's like nobody's died in my event so far, whereas your event is just death. Yeah, <laughs> just all about dying. 
But it's interesting because it's like one side remembers and the other side forgets when they die. And I thought that was an interesting way of playing with that idea. Mm-hmm. But I don't yeah. know which is better. I, I think the, the same thing. The parallels can be really, if they do it right, can be really cool. And I think that's going to be really, really fun to read. And I like how they are turning it where it's, oh, now that this celestial god has come back and he's like, oh, no, I'm actually going to judge everybody on this planet. And that's going to wind up being like one of the big, you know, climatic moments in this event, like his like his judgment on, I guess, humanity and and everybody that lives on Earth, which I mean, we'd be horribly screwed if that ever happened. I mean, the people of Earth right now are garbage people. We really hope there's no celestial god coming down to judge us all how long did he say they had he was going to judge him like within like two days or something i don't even remember i just remember him being i'm like of like i i thought that fit really well with what was just going on in the iron man series because that was a lot of egotism right and just because tony overcame it doesn't mean that artificial <laughs> intelligence tony can right yeah and i like I really hope I'm not the only one reading this being like, are we really sure we want to use Tony Stark as the blueprint for this like celestial God judger here? That doesn't seem very smart. Like they couldn't have found a better, like why don't they use Captain America? He's got a very strong moral compass. Um, So are they promising? Are they billing dark crisis as like an event that's going to like kill characters off? I don't know. I really, I really, I really don't know. It's weird because, like, basically they've broken up all the characters into, like, different factions, I guess. Like, there's the Justice League and their generation, and they're mostly dead, except for Hal Jordan, who is arguably the main character because he's trying to figure out what actually happened to them. Then you've got, like, the Titans era, and Wally West is arguably the other lead character because he's able to travel the Steve Force. And he's able to figure out what's going on because of that. So then him and the Flash family are off doing shit. And then the Titans got their ass whooped. And Nightwing's arguably a main character, but he's all depressed because he didn't. He fucked up, but nobody died. So did he really fuck up? And then you got the Young Justice doing shit. And then you've got like this new, younger Justice League being formed with like characters like Robin and Superman, like his son. Sure. And so. Who is the bad guy in this event? this thing called the great darkness and it's basically like created an army of like the deadliest people in the world including like deathstroke oh and the villains are broken up into multiple groups because deathstroke has got like this army and then lex Luthor and black adam are basically brought out the legion of doom to fight this army and then there's also like the justice society of america which is like the older generation and they just got brought into this like, there's a lot fucking going on. There's a lot of groups at play here. But I would argue that I think the main characters are like Hal Jordan, Wally West, Black Adam, Superman's son, and Nightwing. Because right. like each of them are like the perspectives for their generation. If that makes sense. No, that makes sense. I should, you know, I should read the DC events just for fun. Just so I know what's going on while you're talking about i don't know it's fun it's there's a lot going on but it's also like it also feels like not a lot has happened <laughs> i mean it's, only, it's you yeah, said it's seven issues right 
Yeah, we're just under halfway in, and like nothing really big has happened yet. All right. What? So this was the event that started off with the death of the Justice League or whatever, right? Isn't that what they started? And we don't know how they died. No, we do know how they died, and we know they're not dead at this point. We know basically the Justice League because they're like such a central focus point of the multiverse. They're essentially a multiverse unto themselves. And so he's using them as like an engine to control the great darkness. Okay. Comics. So fun. Yeah, Yeah, I don't think there's much else to say about Axe. Oh, the only other thing I want to say about Axe is like my appreciation for Exodus in these like, like two of these first issues here has like gone up a lot. Like I never really considered him as a super important character, but seeing him take on the celestial and the immortal x-men tie-in and then uh just his whole background i'm like you know what he seems like a pretty badass character i think the tie-ins for axe have so far been better than the tie-ins for dark crisis right well i mean they're maybe like the exception of the flash because the flash is actually like the flash family doing shit that's probably going to be very important right in the back half it helps that the axe tie-ins are like the X-Men books, you know, and those are some of Marvel's strongest books right now. So those should be pretty good stories like X-Men Red. I, I don't know. I think we we're talking about it, or at least I mentioned it here. Like, I'm super excited to see that next issue of X-Men Red when Magneto comes in and is just pissed off. And like, if he's not the one that kills Uranus or whatever his name is, like, I'll be upset. Like, he needs to destroy him. I really... I really like the framing device of that X-Men Red issue where it was like T-minus tell impact kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then there's just like the fucking, like they're all like planning their big attack and they're like, we're going to go get them. And then you just hear like the thud of mm-hmm. final like T-minus after impact and everybody just starts fucking dying. Yeah, it's like Iska, like Iska turns and then like Legion gets taken off the board and they have all that in like the narration box with like David Howler taken off you know that was really I, that was a good issue i really like that one i'm i'm excited to see how acts go what was the other event this year thought there was another one i mean there's spider-verse Nah, i thought there was like, one I before was looking this. At this and i was like there's so many more like events going on around you where it's like me this is just the one event and they're just throwing fucking everybody at it whereas like you've got smaller events yeah happening all the time I like how it looks like this Spider-Verse event, it's going to focus on Arana, Spider-Girl, or whatever. She seems to be like the focal point of it. Okay. And it's it's cool how... Did you not read that issue or no? That issue of what? The Edge of Spider-Verse. Are you reading that? I think right. it's a Deadpool Spider-Man event. I'm okay. Yeah. I like how it's like... So like the first Spider-Verse dealt with like Superior Spider-Man and Peter kind of and then the second big spider first event like spider get in whatever was about miles and then now I think this the second one, one was more about miles and doc ock right where the first one was about peter more than anything i think doc ock was part of both of them forming his own teams in both of them thinking he was better than everybody but okay. yeah no i mean like each 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 spider verse event seems to be focusing on like a different spider character like as the focal point which is kind of cool but yeah, hopefully Kieran Gillen can land this AXE. Event. I mean, it's like 
51% him. So if it doesn't go according to plan, we know who to blame. Yeah. Um, well, what's this happened in the world of comics? Do we want to move into, do we want to do a power review or no? I mean, do you want to do a power review? I was thinking we do a quick telepathy discussion. I mean, do you think telepathy is going to be a hard discussion to pin down? I don't know. I kind of like it like when I know what power we're going to do like a week or two in advance because then it's like I can try and pick out look for some. No, that's fine. That's fine. We can save it for another like two weeks from now. Uh, we um, can talk about Spider Woman quickly. Oh, uh, yeah, the Spider Woman news. Yeah. yeah. That yeah, might be I... why they're focusing on Aranya because sounds like yeah. all of them are going to be in there. I'm, I'm even expecting maybe like a Jessica Drew cameo or something. I thought somebody says she's, oh, like, I guess a cameo would be fine, but I thought the board was like she's not expected to be a big factor in it. But everybody else is. Like, they've got our Anya. They've got Maddie, they've got Julia, they've got Cassandra, they've got Ben. You think they'll bring Emma Stone back to do a ghost spider? That would be cool. I'll be, I'd be very okay with that. Yeah, that would be a big reveal that they would probably save till the very end of it. I heard somebody say that this could be like their excuse for why their Spider-Man universe doesn't have a Spider-Man. Oh, that would be cool if they could make that story make sense. Like, make a Terminator-style Spider-Man universe where Peter Parker's been taken off the board? I like how it's Uncle Ben Wyatt that they're trying to save. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Did you watch the Groot shorts? Yeah, those were unnecessary. I don't need those. They did nothing for me. Yeah. The uh, the bath one was kind of... The which one? Oh. The one where he's bathing in the mud. Yeah. Oh, what's this next week? Um, is it this week She-Hulk comes out? It is, it is. That's pretty cool. I'm actually looking forward to that now. And you saw the... um. Did you see the one teaser where it looks like... What is it? The Grand Master? Game Master? Is that who it was? Who was Jeff Goldblum? Oh, the Grand, Grand Master. Yeah. <clears throat> looks like his orgy ship. Uh, the clip that they released this past week, like, so they go off, they get into an accident right which is how she gets like the blood in her uh the reason they veer off the road is because a ship like comes down into the middle of the road and it looks like the same ship that was the grandmaster's like orgy ship you know from ragnarok so it looks like um people are saying he's coming to find his his grand champion and try to get him back okay oh that'd be an interesting twist yeah and Jeff Goldblum, he's doing stuff for Disney Plus. Maybe I'll give him a cameo in the show. Did you see the new Jurassic Park movie? Speaking of Jeff Goldblum, I did not. I don't really care about Jurassic Park. I don't have that love for the '90s. What about the '80s? I saw ET this morning in the theaters. We took the boys to go see it. Not really. Have you ever seen ET? I have seen ET. Yeah, I actually guess have never seen ET the whole way through because, like, I was like, eh. I knew the concept of it, but I guess growing up in the 80s, that seems like a pretty blasphemous thing to say that I haven't seen the whole thing of E.T. Yeah, what's wrong with you? I don't know. What else? How do you want to wrap this up? You know, wrap it up in 40 minutes. That'd be a nice tight 30 minute episode. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, We could wrap it up with like a, like a wrap and a tap. <laughs> I don't drop the beat. <clears throat> How about big events? What big events do you have coming up? 
No, I'm big of Hudson York. I'm planning my uh, 40th birthday party. It's two months away. Your 40th. Yeah. Hey, you'll be 30 at the end of this year. So that's okay. That's still a whole decade younger than you. <laughs> 30s are a good year. So I feel like I really hit my stride in my 30s, even though I started it off with a horrible relationship for the first year. It's going to end on a pretty strong note, I feel. Um, that's messed up. No, that won't happen. So that's going to be fun. And I guess uh, I guess that's all we'll talk about. I really feel like there was some other major Marvel news announcement that we're missing. Maybe I'm just thinking about my Marvel Snap game and how great it is. Maybe you are. Why don't you go back to the Philippines? I don't understand why that's a thing. Like, why make it, like, country-specific if, like, it's so easy to get around? Just release it worldwide. For God's sake. Oh, um, I guess they confirmed that uh, Giancarlo Esposito has met, and he said he is interested in he's interested in Professor X. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I'd be fine with that role for him. It was how he said it though. Oh, whatever. Like he's like, it's been so tied to Patrick Stewart, and like so they like have started to like emphasize Xavier's softer features. And he's like, I would like to play him with like a bit of a harder edge. I was like, that'd be a great way to play him. All right. This is a tease. It says a whole new space invasion invasion awaits. Watch the teaser trailer from Marvel Studios, The Marvels, only in theaters, July twenty twenty three. But the trailer they showed is the Captain Marvel trailer. Then it's obviously not real. But it's from Marvel Studios. Is it? Oh, that's not the Marvel Studios handle. Those jerks. Yeah. I was about to say, I was like, well, how do we have a trailer or a teaser for this already? Stupid phony Twitter accounts. Everybody should unfollow them and follow us on Twitter, where we actually don't promote a lot of new stuff because that's not what we're about we ain't about about... no we're just about stats and that's it stats and percentages and percentiles fractions i've rubbed off on you you did some some solid statistic work on your your event writer stuff there good job oh have you seen prey yet what yeah i have i've seen it twice actually that was pretty enjoyable I liked it more the second time because, like, okay, so the story is so simple. They're able to tack a lot onto it, like, and how they're telling the story. Like, there's a lot of cool camera tricks and stuff. Like, uh, I noticed when she gets knocked out at one point uh, by the French people, they knock her out from, like, the right side of the screen. And later when she comes and knocks one of them out, she comes flying off the left side of the screen and takes them out. Get it, get it right. It's French Canadians. All right, don't don't leave that part out. All right, I don't think so. I don't French, think French Canadians. Canadians. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Canada was a country there, so they're probably not French Canadian. Yeah, I did a live tweet along, like while I watched it and like scored it. Turned out pretty well, but just for the the main two, her and the predator. Okay, how'd they do? Point wise, I don't know if I tallied up their scores. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Naru got 34 points, including the defeat's antagonist at the end and two character developments. Uh, her main power usages were basically, let's see, creature came up a lot. 
obviously because of the dog. Yeah. Intellect in the back half because she was smart. Uh, she got plants because of her useful plant knowledge to lower her blood temperature and stuff like that. And then Predator was 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. He got 34 points. So I guess he outscored her, but that I, I Wait, think that was I mainly... They, they both got 34? Oh, is that what I said she got? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. How about that? They both got 34 points. Quite the matchup between the two of them. Yeah. Um, But that was fun. I liked it. I didn't give the Predator... Uh, the shield breakdowns, though, because I felt like that wasn't a special specialty shield usage. It was more of like a, this is just a weapon that I use as a shield or as a blade, depending on how I want to use it. Sure. But he was badass. I liked it. It was good. Um, you can follow, go back through our tweet history and see some of those breakdowns. I added some, some thoughts as we were watching. That's at fantasycomicleague.com uh, and on Twitter and all the other social medias. Uh, go there, give us a follow for all stat breakdowns and Fantasy Comic League, wait, at Fantasy Comic League for Twitter and FantasyComicLeague.com for the actual website. Um, I think that's how we're going to end this eventful episode, right? Anything else you want to say, Sean, to bring it home? Uh, you spun it on its axis real good. <laughs> right. All right, man. Well, that's that's a nice tight 40 minutes right there, then. All right. All right. I'll talk to you later, bud. You take care.